0: digital 410 productions proudly presents the what's in your head podcast digitized live from the act computer studios in cape coral florida it's the what's in your head
1: podcast with your host gordon and don abernathy what's up what's up what's up og5 It's another monday And if you're in Florida, California, Nevada, you're nice and warm, but if you're in just about anywhere else in the uh, country, you're probably freezing your ass off and or having roaming blackouts.
0: How are you, Gordon? I'm good. It sounds like most of the lower 48 has turned into the country of Canada
1: overnight. Yes, and it's a special night here on the uh, What's In Your Head podcast because joining us via the phones from Texas is the, my co-host for the What's the Scuttlebutt podcast, your favorite World War II-based podcast, Jeff Kopsetta. Jeff, how are you doing in the lovely, cold, experiencing, new, winter, wonderland-esque phenomenon of Texas?
2: <laughs> yeah, um, not going to get used to it, don't like it, can't wait for it to go away. How about that?
0: <laughs> so like Las Vegas, is Texas one of those states where you get half inch of snow and everything shuts down?
2: Oh, man, let me tell you, it doesn't even have to snow for the kids to have a snow day. Like if it's like below 32, the low water crossings could be icy. Yeah, that's (laughs) cool.
1: Well, I mean, it is a bit of a health hazard considering three quarters of your population all wear cowboy boots. And um, somebody who grew up in Ohio and Kentucky, uh, my dad used to wear cowboy boots and we did as kids. And um, if you have proper cowboy boots, at least back then, the soles were leather. There was no grip and leather. and ice just don't mix. I can remember busting my ass, so it doesn't surprise me, if you will, that you guys close down your school when it gets a little bit icy out, but that's not what you guys are dealing with. You're not dealing with a little bit of ice. What is going on in Texas right now, friend? Well, we, so
2: the ice is still there. It's just buried under four to six inches of snow right now. That's like, it's crazy. The ice came in, we had some like freezing rain and you know, it got Pretty cold, wasn't too bad. But then about two days into this storm, whatever this thing is, uh we're calling it the blizzard of twenty one now, I think. Um, then we just got this really fine dry snow that like it's Ah, Yeah, we
0: like to call that powder up in Montana.
2: It is, it's powder, (laughs) yeah. Up in Montana, yeah, (laughs) it's (laughs) powdery. Yeah, so uh so it's just it, yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of foot gear you've got. You can't walk in it, you can't drive in it, you can't do anything because there's still two inches of ice below it. Like it's dude, it, it's this is it's just crazy. It's unbelievable. Let me tell you something. You're know, afraid afraid you're it's gonna crack your wind to windshield when you try to get the to ice it. off. I'm sorry, yeah.
1: Jeff I couldn't hear you. What was that?
2: I said, so, you know, just like anything in Texas, especially the weather, if you don't like it, wait 10 minutes, it's going to change because this weekend we're supposed to hit like 71 degrees. Now Now, we were three degrees this morning.
1: (laughs) Now I know a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, you posted a picture of you and your son out on your farm with some snow. So it's not unheard of for you guys to get snow. It's just the amount of snow and ice It's probably more the ice than the snow, right? Well, yeah, the ice is definitely a problem. I mean, nope, we lose him? Nope. I think we lost you, Jeff. Maybe, yeah. a, maybe a cell tower went out. We'll keep him on. But um, it's so bad right now that uh, via CNN, um, as of today, frozen wind turbines contribute to rolling power blackouts across Texas. Some of the Thanks. warmest places in Texas where rolling power outages are occurring across the chilly state are inside the cars and trucks and parked in their driveways or a home without electricity. Shea um, Louis of uh, Irvine told CNN his family of, of Grand Prairie had planned a small socially distanced gathering to celebrate his younger brother's birthday, but instead of celebrating, they have spent the day trying to stay warm. They have been in the car all day long with the heater on, he said. And inside their home, it dropped below 40 degrees. Rolling power blackouts were uh, ordered. I'm sorry, rolling power blackouts were ordered across Texas on Monday. And as the winter storm and frigid temperatures gripped the state and knocked out services for more than 3.8 million customers, uh, the rotating outages could continue until the state's weather emergency ends, according to the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. A major grid okay. operator. Go ahead.
0: Tell you what, talk about a strong name. If you do that with a French accent, Chez Louis of Grand mm-hmm. Paris. Yes.
1: A major grid operator that controls about 90% of the state's electrical load. Um, Governor Abbott Ooh. said a Twitter post that the state's power grid has not been compromised. The ability of some companies to generate the power has been frozen. Uh, this includes the natural gas or coal generators, Abbott wrote. Um, adding that the ERCOT and the Public Utilities Commission of Texas are working to get power back online. Now. Do you know what
0: kind of clean energy technology doesn't run into weather problems?
1: um, Well, I can't say propane because, well, they're having problems uh, keeping their propane lines warmed up. That's not clean. In D.C. That's
0: that's not clean.
1: Uh, Coal's not clean. Hmm. No.
0: Okay. So, So what else you got left?
1: Well. We can't go nuclear. Yeah. um,
0: Ah, Ding, ding,
1: ding. Fourth generation nuclear. Yes. Yeah. Jeff just sent me a text. He's lost his cell phone service. So that's how bad uh, the the snow is there. Um, That's just insane. And now in a place like Texas, I know it's crazy. But the thing is people in Ohio and Kentucky, they have winter clothing they have space heaters people in texas who get snow maybe once a year and the average temperature gets to maybe 45
0: Yep, well, got to dust off the wonder bed red bags for my boots
1: well hopefully more luckily it's i
0: guess 70s and 80s right there
1: uh carhartt is becoming mainstream now even in the non-farming community thanks to tiktok you're seeing a lot more trendy kids on tiktok wearing carhartt beanies and carhartt jackets so Maybe there's a lot more, and obviously in Texas, most of his cats are already pre-outfitted in Carhartt, but uh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I know mom and him are looking at like a foot of snow tonight.
0: I, uh, when when working in Big Sky out and up to 30 below weather at times, yes, that is 30 below, not wind chill, true temperature. I wore a lot of Carhartt. Yeah. 100%, man. Uh, So yeah, Carhartt's usually the staple for the uh, construction worker slash farmhand, but Sounds like it's becoming the new Dickies, huh?
1: Yeah, pretty much. What's going on, Which Morgan? It's better Long? than Dickies. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to the Laughing Comedy Cafe. Um, yeah. We did our first weekend of the uh, Digital 410 Night of Comedy. And uh, thanks to OG5 member uh, Anthony for coming out. He brought his wife, um, ran into him after the show, and I was talking to Larry Venturino about how great the show went. Um, and. Tony came out and said that that was his first time him and his wife had experienced live comedy and they can't wait to get back out, which is thrilling. I'm it's so exciting to me when you introduce somebody to something new, something, especially something as um, thrilling and much needed, especially after going through 2020 as live comedy. So I was thrilled to, to hear that. And we're going to continue this. I don't have a show yet, but that doesn't mean we can't collect names. So if you guys want to be on the list, because uh, they're not tickets, you get on the guest list. So, if you guys want to be on the guest list of the next act, um, I got to get with Larry to figure out what show we want to do next. But I'm going to start collecting names now. Email us at info at d 410.com. That's info at d 410.com, where you can send us a message through Facebook, um, any of our social media pages. If you're an OG5 member, hint, hint, um, you can message us through Patreon. And if you're not an OG5 member, shame on you. Head over to d-410.com, click on that Patreon link and sign up. It's a dollar a month and that dollar helps will go to help to uh, fund this show, fund our YouTube channel which Gordon has been working on diligently. I just recorded a bunch of stuff tonight. And um, but yeah, head over to d-410.com, click on that Patreon link. Give us a call right now if you're uh if you're sitting out in Texas with nothing to do or you're you're in a state that's still locked up and doing the uh, mandated quarantine. Give us a call at 239-990-3919 or that's 239-990-3919. It's a little
0: uh, behind the scenes or I mean a lot of people may have experienced this. A, a lot of people uh, have YouTube channels and, and such but I haven't put out a lot of content hardly actually. I've put out pretty much none since the end of last year but then I found but over the last few weeks, I've been doing a lot of filming. So I've got like five or six things in backlog now. Uh, actually, maybe a little bit more. And I find that it's nice having that in backlog, even though I haven't quite edited it yet. So it gives it takes the pressure off of, oh, man, I got to do something. I got to do something. I got to do something. You've got stuff you can kind of try to bring out a steady pace.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, a YouTube channel, or even if you want to become a full-time TikTok creator, um, Is a lot like doing a podcast, and we've talked about this agnosium on here, but anybody can do a YouTube video,
2: mm-hmm.
1: anybody can put up a, a, a creative TikTok, mm-hmm. anybody can do a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's about doing it consistently. That's when it gets hard, and it gets even harder when you try to do all three, but it's all about consistently, consistency, consistency, consistency to build an audience, and especially on YouTube, it's super fucking hard just because there's so many other channels out there. I mean, we've been around forever, and we still haven't hit that 1,000 subscriber mark. By the way, please, if you guys haven't done so, head over to d-410.com and uh, click on the social media link. You'll find all our links, but uh, you can find our YouTube link there. Or just go to YouTube and look for Digital 410 and Analog 410. Gordon posts most of his videos on the Analog Channel. The original idea for the Analog Channel is we thought we'd grow a little faster than we have, and we knew that once you get to the sponsorship level... Uh, YouTube likes to uh, smack your PP if you will, if you have firearm videos. And so we created the Analog 410 for that was where our content was going to go that would get us demonetized on the Digital 410 channel. And so uh, please head over to both those channels, like and subscribe, and help us build those up too. That would be fantastic. But, yeah, you, you put up a video this week and you did some uh, DIY projects around your house. Which you, you know,
0: and I was actually going to – I need to change the logo I, I was i was trying to figure out a way and i you know it's a little but again a little more than most people should know is so we have half-ass review right mm-hmm. so i was thinking do it half-ass yourself something along that. man that's just a mouthful but uh trying, trying to think of a you know because you've got in the garage mm-hmm. and i was thinking in the house or around the house that's just kind of eh. So I'm trying to think of something for the, the the stupid little do you do it yourself and and they're not educational by any means unless you want to laugh at me
1: that's great uh, especially with plumbing mm-hmm. but um yeah just uh I mean all those things are the, kind of the, of those I, are all the know? things that are hard making little intros logos um, titles segment names much like a podcast um, hopefully Detail next work. week I'll have some I I kind of wanted to start a thing I. I'm almost at 6,000 uh, subscribers on TikTok right now. And I never really live stream on there because there's really not much to say after all the other stuff I do. But I got to thinking, I want to start a new segment on this podcast called um, Off Topic. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do live streams on TikTok where I get suggestions from that audience of possibly weird little things or things that they thought would be cool to hear someone talk about on a podcast. And it be more funny because it'll be topics that have nothing no... no no know knowledge about. So kind of have to rush out and do quick research and maybe we'll find some interesting, crazy shit. Who knows? Maybe we'll find there's an underground world of like competition, uh, oven mitt making, you know, who knows what kind of crap that could possibly pop up on there to help, uh, you know, just to further the content of this show and just to change things up a little bit. Cause <sighs> As much as we try to avoid it with all that's going on, especially in the last two months, it's so hard not to get mired down into the political nonsense and all that. And so we try to stay away from that. And so it's just one of those things where you got to continuously try to change your your sources of muse, opinion. your musings, yes. <laughs> your musings. Speaking of musings, another podcast. Um, you see, I got this run OCR shirt on yeah so mm-hmm. it looks like run dmc it's supposed to it stands for run obstacle course racing i have really got into obstacle course racing well because i have an addictive personality you and i've always been something we've ever been skateboarders snowboarders what have you
0: yeah we find something to latch on to uh,
1: um, world war ii reenactor we never do anything half-assed we do anything so i started doing savage races I've no no, a, no 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 well we do we our do reviews half-assed, half-assed but, except for said thing yes <laughs> We do all our anything that requires It'll any work. production or real, you know, work. We do half ass, but our, when it comes to our hobbies, we're always all in. Uh, we were always all in skateboarding, um, snowboarding. When you got in a mountain biking, you're all in. So anyhow, Savage races. I've done two of them. I got a next third one coming up next month. It was supposed to be a Savage Sprint. Um, I care. I talked to Carrie into doing a sprint with me. It's only three miles instead of seven, and it's only like twenty five obstacles. But uh, since December, not only did she have COVID. <laughs> And uh, she's sick now, but she can't do this. (laughs) She cannot raise her right hand above her head. So if she was a student, she'd be in trouble? Yeah. um, She went to physical therapy. Um, They wanted her to come in three times a week. Sadly, her insurance wouldn't cover it. At $75 a visit, that would be more than our mortgage payment (laughs) at the end of the month. And so (laughs) since she can't do this, she very well can't climb seven-foot walls, do monkey it bars. It sounds
0: like she may have... Did you say torn rotator cuff by chance?
1: I don't know. Um, her insurance so won't I, cover I specialists, my... but we're going to get her to go to her, a standard doctor and have some x-rays done and see why she can't do this.
0: So in 2013, I blew out my rotator cuff. Mm-hmm. I actually tore my labrum, too. Um,
1: How did you do it, go. though?
0: Pinch pressing. See, she set. That's the thing. A five-pound plate on each side. That's
1: the thing. She wasn't doing anything... What? we we hadn't even started training yet. So it's not no. like we are training or anything. She just woke up one morning and can't do this for those well, who you at home. She can't raise her hand above her head.
0: Right. The doctors actually thought it was just an old injury that had just gotten worse, worse and worse. And then, you know, the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. But, uh, the symptoms. And the reason I say that the symptoms of that is I couldn't get my hands up. Mm-hmm. And that is actually part of the rotator cuff. And that's, when when you get the surgery and that you, you actually have to learn how to walk your fingers up the wall, so you can do that. Yeah. So she very well could have a rotator cuff issue, and who knows how it happened? It could just been something that has been hanging on for.
1: Ever. Very well could have been. Anyhow, back to topic. The reason I bring all this up is I am finally bringing the fail to fail podcast out of the out of the the hold pile, and tomorrow night ar- off, huh? around this time. I'm going to have on, which this name probably won't mean anything to anybody who, unless you're into OCR or watch the Spartan Games or the 2019 Spartan World Championship. But tomorrow night, I'm interviewing for the next episode of the Fail to Fail podcast. Nicole Miracle is coming on. Um, Throughout 2020, she decided that um, the biggest problem with OCR racing is a majority. A large handful of the sponsored athletes are men. There's very few mm-hmm. female sponsored athletes out there because there are very few females, comparatively speaking, to the population of men who do this. But is this with
0: going a direction I think it may be going?
1: Um, but with, um, as you guys know, CrossFit has blown up with the female mm-hmm. stuff. And so she's like, well, you know, the biggest barrier to entry is travel. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you want to do it at an elite a level, you can't just do one or two. You got to travel around the country, if not the world. So the financial aspect of travel, but not only that, nutrition and this, that, and the other thing. So anyhow, she's coming on Fail to Fail to uh, talk about how she's starting the OCR women's developmental um, team to find her goal is to um, develop a female athlete to one day beat her because right now she's pretty much, you know, her, Lindsay Webster, and uh, I think Rebecca Hammond and a few, uh, like maybe three or four other girls, they kind of bounce back and forth, but uh, there's really not the huge thing. So, um, look forward to that. If, um, I mean, you don't have to be an OCR. The nice thing about the fail to fail podcast is we kind of do it in a documentary style way where we try to bring people on who have an interesting story to motivate people, whether it's OCR, just, you know, going out and just accomplishing something you've always wanted to do yourself. So I'm excited about that. And tonight, um, I kind of started, even though I've been sick for two weeks, I won't get into it, but anyhow, I did my first real quote-unquote OCR cross training. I got myself a Lowe's bucket with 76 pounds of freaking uh, granite in it, which I carried twice at 200 meters after running a half a mile. So I ran a half a mile, carried a bucket down the street and back 200 meters. Half a mile, did burpees, half a mile, so on and so forth. So I did that tonight before the show. But, uh, yeah, so we're getting into that. Fail to fail is going to bump off, and which I'm looking forward to. <clears throat> well... You heard the news about Aunt Jemima, right?
0: Yeah, it's going to be some kind of old-school throwback name. They're getting rid of Aunt Jemima.
1: Aunt Jemima Brand, according to NBCnews.com, Aunt Jemima Brand changed their name, removed images of that uh, Quaker say is based on racial stereotypes, a.k.a. we know the old mammy thing, right? Uh, yep. Quote, we recognize Aunt Jemima's origins are based on the racial stereotype, Quaker Oates said, adding that the move is an effort towards progress and racial equality. Aunt Jemima brand of syrup and pancake mix will get a new name and image. I'm not, the image really hasn't changed. The color is still the same. They just changed the logo. Uh, and but, even the
0: logo, if you look at the proportions, it, it still kind of catches your eye just right, as been recognizable anyway.
1: Yeah, the 130-year-old brand features a black woman named Aunt Jemima who originally dressed in a uh, minstrel character. The picture has changed over time. In recent years, Quakers removed the mammy kerchief from the character uh, to blunt growing criticisms that the brand perpetuated racist stereotypes, um, I completely understand this, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem with it at all. Um, they're they're renaming it to something Mills, as in like a wheat, like a granary Mills. Oh, still got a female's name. Where the hell's the? Oh, let's see here. But what this? If there is a sad thing about this, which there's really not too much. But if there is a sad aspect, um, believe it or not, the woman whose photo was used for likeness in the recent versions of Aunt Jemima, I think going yep. back to the 40s and 30s, um, her family still got royalty checks. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And by the way, it's going to be called the Pearl Milling Company. Yeah, Pearl Milling Company. And so, yes, the actress or the, the model whose face was used on the recent versions of Aunt Jemima, her family still got mailbox money and they were like one of the biggest proponents of avoiding the name change because I guess it was a pretty decent royalty check. I mean, you have your your relative's face on every bottle of syrup and uh, pancake mix coming off the aisle. And so it's kind of, it's and I think they changed Uncle Ben's too. So, you know, it's not going to change my views. I'll still enjoy the pancakes and the syrup, but it it is kind of sad to think that there's a family who's grown accustomed to that mailbox money. I mean, imagine how many... I don't know how much it was, but I'm sure it was a substantial amount when it comes to royalty stuff. So for So I believe Uncle Ben's is gonna be called Ben's original. Yeah, which by the way, Uncle Ben he created that he was the inventor of that style of rice. I mean that wasn't I don't think that was a character, was it? Didn't he actually Backstory of Uncle Ben. I could have sworn that was a real person. Are you looking on there?
0: I am, sir.
1: Uh, the name Uncle Ben came from an African American farmer in Texas who was renowned for his high quality rice, according to the brand's website. Gordon Howell and his partner co-founded the grains lines uh, dedicated to change. Decided to change the name that was called uh, converted brand rice in the late 1940s to draw new customers. So yes, it was actually based on the uh, a person in Texas. Who um, was known for his high quality rice? And
0: he's probably known around the town as Uncle Ben. Yep. So I was on brand. Okay. Saturday. Have you ever Saturday? been
1: to hell? Oh, I've been to hell, and I spell it.
0: Oh yes.
1: I spelled the DMV.
0: Absolutely. Anyone who's
1: been there knows exactly what I mean. Or is it precisely? I think Les it's Claypool precisely used precisely. What I Mean
0: yes, precisely what I mean. Anyway, so I, you know, I got this, this new truck. It's a lease, first lease ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were there, they had offered a registration, pay us $35 and we will handle the DMV stuff. Sounds like a plan. It. Sign me up. Or, or you could do it online. Uh, me and Katina talked about it. I'm like, well, we always do it online. It's never a problem. It's mm. so, okay. So I go and I pick up the green slip mm-hmm. a week later i don't open it i just sit it on my desk is it actually green uh, no it's funny but it does say green copy at the bottom Hmm. um we were going to do it last weekend this Mm -hmm. weekend passed and i said ah we we need to get it going because it expires on the 21st so i opened up the the form because i need to go online see where to go lo and behold at the very top this does not qualify for online registration why not this is Saturday morning. Is this now because? It F. Is this because? So, well, I don't know yet. That's oh, We're okay. skipping ahead a little bit. Um, so, okay. I go on. I try it anyway. It just says it does not qualify for online registration. So I dig deep and say maybe it's because it's a lease. It doesn't say anything about that. It says online registration for if you purchase, if it's commercial or, or lease or whatever. Can I float a theory? Whatever. So, you know, we pay a ton of money here for our tags. And uh, the MV has had a little bit of problems. I mean, now they're blaming everything on COVID, but they've had their fair share of problems prior. I said, hey, babe, what time is they open? Eight o'clock. Hmm, 7.15, I'll head on down. I get down there because I couldn't make an appointment. The appointments were all booked up for three months. I head down there and there's a line zigzagging coming out of the building. Lines going about a football field deep and around another building. Like, oh, great! I'm going to be here all day. Mm-hmm. So I parked the truck and had myself mentally prepared to be in line all day. I walk up to this uh, end of what I thought was the end of the line, and there's a, and near the end of the line, there's one metro officer, one um, state trooper.
1: No, is this line super long because of COVID policies and the six feet of separation and all that crap?
0: There are hardly six feet of separation, but yes. No, I think. Part of my story will be I, one of the reasons I think it is, you know, those locusts that are fleeing a, a far west state because mm-hmm. they've destroyed all their crops. And mm-hmm. now they are infiltrating other states to destroy their crops, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a feeling that has a lot to do with it. But I walk up and this gentleman goes, I'm not taking any more people today. So like, you ain't even open yet. And then the on-brand, middle-aged, overweight, angry white guy came out.
1: So they had me technically open, and they were already putting a cease and desist on how many people they can help? Yep. Wow, that's nuts. So I lost my cool.
0: I said, with as much money as we pay to these fucking tags, Mm -hmm. you guys can't get your goddamn shit together. And I was very loud. The cops were staring at me. He goes, I, there's nothing I can do. It just, it, what pissed me off
1: was his response more than anything. Kind of was, sounds like me and the secretary at nugget school.
0: It, kind of like, whatever, dude, I'm a state worker who fucking cares. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I'm, I'm the one who's going to control your destiny. So I flipped out and as I'm walking away and half, these motherfucking Californians need to go the fuck back home too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking, everybody can hear me. I was, uh, you know how we get when we lose our cool in our family. So, uh, uh, I don't know what you're about. I went home.
1: <laughs> and I'm um, a person, perfectly reasonable person, sir. So I, I, know, wrong, I yeah. only tell secretaries that their teachers need to pull their heads out of their asses and do their jobs. But other than that, I am a perfectly reasonable person when it comes to public frustrations and, and, and of and bad tried services. And to use
0: a COVID thing, and I was like, dude... You guys had problems before COVID. Mm-hmm. We pay a $1 or $2 technology fee for every transaction. So you have the latest and greatest technology that don't
1: fucking work. COVID is the gift that keeps on giving for companies that have shitty customer service. Comcast. Okay. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so we, uh, we I come home and I, I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and call Toyota. Fuck it. I'll pay the $35. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm, right.
1: I'm on the clock. What's right? your time worth?
0: Well, I, I'm on the clock uh, because the damn tags are going to expire on the 21st. And uh, so I talked to the registration person and she said, you know, go online and you can get a movement permit. Of course, I, I do. And and I can't get a movement permit. The only thing I can get a movement permit are on the vehicles I have already registered.
1: It sounds like a tax you got to pay for. Temporary tags.
0: So it was two dollars. You know, it's basically a 30 day tag for two dollars. Now, during COVID, the DMV did allow people's tags to expire for 180 days. Well, that has sailed. Well, it's sailed. But anyway, I get that. So I can't get a hold of her. She puts me on hold. Never, ever, ever comes back. So I call my sales guy. My sales guy is a fucking champion. Yes. Why, actually, Coutinho on the phone. And uh, he said, you know, she goes, we're frustrated. And he knew exactly what we're frustrated about. He, he took care of it so we went down there gave him all our paperwork she goes and then she, he goes he did say this he said uh, now before you come down here they're probably going to say that you may get hit late with late fees for not having fees for not having uh plates to which my argument is still well if the dmv has their crap together they they can't i i went to do this two weeks before they expire and this is still a freaking problem. There ain't no fighting City know? Hall. So, needless to say. But they're going to do it. He's going to try to expedite it up into uh, the urgent pile to get taken down there. And uh, I'm sure dealerships have a fast track mm-hmm. to get the stuff taken care of. That's why the rest of us schlubs are, you know, fighting the online booking or standing in line. So, <sighs> yes, I did go total on-brand middle-aged white guy that was angry. So, I'm sure somebody thought I was a racist in that pile of people.
1: I vaguely remember having some sort Sorry. of. I was yelling at a
0: guy of.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember it took like longer than 30 days for me to get my tags in my tundra for something stupid. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Speaking of white guy problems, this really doesn't qualify as the TikTok lesson of the week. Well, I guess we could turn it into that because um, it happened on TikTok. Um, actually, I guess I really need to, um, load this up first because, uh, we just cut these before we went on the show before I got on the phone with, um, with, uh, DWD, um, Jeff, let me, uh, just put this in here, real here. (laughs) Yep. And we're, you know, it's funny. We're doing this show tonight. I'm doing fail to fail tomorrow night and I'm doing what's the Scott about on, thursday night so it's gonna be a busy week for podcasting he has power and sell by then um yeah well what he usually does because he lives out in the middle of sticks he has no internet at his house internet service is not available at his house huh he lives on a freaking ranch and so he does his is he like in texas texas hill country yeah he's outside of uh he's he's um He's outside. Of, he's in between San Antonio and uh, Fredericksburg. Um, he's around that out in the not hill country. Good. But um, so when we do our podcast, he does it from the one. He actually he works at two World War II based museums, <laughs> so he usually does it from not one but two. Yeah, one's not enough. Uh, That's good. Jeff was actually served overseas. He was in the army. Um, is a combat vet. He is the um, living history. Um, coordinator for a major museum out there and then he heads up a smaller museum but anyhow he usually does that from that museum but uh so for those of you not familiar with tiktok there's ways that you can communicate with people and they have like little trends that go on um, Someone will post a question, hey, uh, what's something that happened at work that's crazy that you never forget about? And then you can do what they call a stitch where you add your video comment to the end of theirs and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And so someone from, an, uh, I think it was Canada, he posted on there, hey, nah, what's, what's a common thing in your country that may be weird to people in other countries? And so, I guess, let, even though this isn't the lesson of the week, or we could probably turn it into the lesson of the week, so let me just get this out of the way.
2: And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week.
1: So, here's the first reply I did to that one right here. I'm not even mad at that. Well, nope, that's the second talk ah, to la, teach la, one. to teachable moments. For some reason, that's okay. So, here's the first uh. one. Here's <laughs> the first one. S-
2: it happens. What is something that's normal in your country but weird for the rest of the world?
1: Freedom of speech, freedom of choice, freedom to live your life the way you want. What is something that's normal in your Sorry country but weird for the rest of the world? Freedom of speech, freedom of choice, freedom to live your life the way you want, as long as it doesn't infringe on other people's rights. And infringe on the way other people live, choices they want to make. The Constitution, the Second Amendment. Having a large group of people take for granted everything they have and want to change their country to be like other countries because they feel guilty for having things that other people don't have. So, yeah, there's that. So, yes, I get my digging at the end. I say there's people in our country who... I hate the fact that our country's doing so well that they want to change it, which is the truth, right? I mean, And they want to change things to the stuff that people are fleeing other countries to come here to get away from. You know, I'm not a big fan of Pitbull's music, but I heard an interview with Pitbull and a guy is super motivated. He doesn't forget where his family came from, i.e. Cuba. Yep. He understands the freedoms we have here and what makes this country so great. And so, anyhow, I I put this up. And someone puts a comment on there. And the way TikTok works is you can actually reply to a comment with a video. So it puts their comment onto your video. And, okay, so I just did a TikTok saying, hey, you know, in our country, you have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, Second Amendment, the ability to live your life the way you want to do it, as long as what you do doesn't interfere with someone else's choices and the way they want to live their life. That's a pretty universal not really an attacking sort of thing right i mean
0: no no it's it's what everybody wants at least what i thought everybody wants i mean it's literally the freedom to be whoever the fuck you are it doesn't
1: matter well that's one of the things that confuses me about the recent um, outlook by a certain demographic on the constitution here is a piece of paper yes it was written 250 years ago when there were policies that when none of us agree with now, but these policies weren't supported or laid out in this document. This document was actually written in a way to help, um, get rid of those policies. See what a lot of people don't seem to realize is slavery came here in the 1500s. This country wasn't founded until 1776. So we didn't start slavery. It was here before us, but anyhow, it's a different topic. But this document, the constitution is a list of rules that the government can't do to the, its people, all people, Period. how, how a document that outlines a set of rules that is telling the government how they can't interfere with your life, how that becomes a threatening piece of document. I will never fucking know, but that's a, that's a different TikTok. So anyhow, cause it was written by old white guys. Yes, but when um, it was written by Thomas Jefferson, it was originally meant to be life, liberty, and pursuit of property. But he knew the dumb rednecks who owned slaves would say, well, these are our property. So they changed property to the pursuit of happiness. That way it covers everybody. But anyhow, once again, it's another topic for another time. So somebody replies to this video saying, okay, remember that when you see gay people making out in public, LOL. I don't know you, just assuming, aka judging you. So how does a TikTok talking about living in a country where we have freedom of speech, freedom of choice, and I say we have the right to live our lives the way we want to live it, as long as it doesn't interfere with the way other people want to live their lives. How does that get turned into me being a homophobe other than the fact I'm a Uh, white, straight guy saying this?
0: Yeah, and and that's the only thing. So we're the unfortunately we now fall into a category of. Um, yeah, everything you say is, is wrong and racist, which is horrible because it's judgmental and it's actually racist in
1: itself. Mm-hmm. So here is the reply to that guy's video, putting his but comment on my screen so everyone can read. I'm not even mad at that. We'll just chalk us up to teachable moment. You know, hey, just because you see a white old guy on TikTok talking about the Constitution the Second Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of choice, living in a society where you should be free to live your life the way you want to live it as long as it doesn't interfere with other people's choices and the way they want to live their lives, somehow that makes me a homophobe. not sure how you made that connection. I'll be sure to share it with my aunts. They'll get a good kick out of it. Yeah, I said aunts, plural, because, well, my aunt came out of the closet when I was in kindergarten. She's been at the same woman for almost 30 years. And I spent most of my summers living at their house when my mom was at work hanging out with my cousins. Um, So I'm not sure how me being pro-constitution makes me a homophobe. I guess that's uh, an issue you need to take up with yourself and the people who programmed your mind full of crazy bullshit because that shit ain't for sale here. So that was Scuba Steve's reply. and So after I posted that video tagging Scuba Steve, he replied back, his first one said, like I said, I was judging you. Why are you judging me, fool? And then I replied, I'm not mad at you. Because if anybody ever follows me on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, you can talk all the shit you want about me. I just click like because I'm all for you say what you want to say. You know, besides, I'll let, it, I'll let the other people argue with you. Okay, so he said, like I said, I was just judging you. I said, I'm not mad at you. And then he said, I'm glad you aren't though. But I will, ju- I will judge again because I'm opinionated son of a bitch, which is fine. But then he came back with this nonsense, which really blows my mind. I mean, you can't say that at least sixty percent of the people who have the same views as you aren't homophobic. So when you're asking where I'm coming from, that's where. Where do you get that? Where do you get that information, Steve? Uh, scuba Steve. I don't
0: know. And, uh, scuba Steve. I, I'm just dumbfounded. Is it, is it just certain select articles you're reading that hasn't been vetted across
1: the board? So in this guy's uh, mind, sixty percent of the people who are pro constitution and pro second amendment are homophobes.
0: And this is what drives me nuts. And, and I know it drives you nuts too. And, um, it's the unfortunate truth is the group of people who follow a certain mindset or party who don't ever want to be judged, you know, as pro rights for everybody are the biggest hypocrites in the world because they are the first people to judge people inaccurately Mm-hmm. because they have a a a predisposed this is type for this type of person you fall into this category this is this i was at um t-mobile this weekend
1: oh boy that's a fun time
0: got it got a new phone
1: we'll do a review on this
0: it doesn't have a headphone jack anyway um i'm sorry i gotta get new
1: Raycons because i lost mine anyway wait uh, hold on time, time out stop First, you wash the fucking things in the washing machine like you're a 13-year-old girl. And now you lose them? Are wireless earbuds the size of a grape too much responsibility for you? Quite possibly. This is the last chance I get, which
0: I ordered in a limited edition graphite color.
1: You're going to be one of these Um, losers with the AirPods who put the wire around them, essentially turning them into no longer wireless earbuds.
0: No, I'll just buy the ones that's already got them on it if this don't work out. But needless how did to you say, lose them? I think I could have swore I checked the cross track before I took everything out of it. When ah, I took so whoever who bought your vehicle, car
1: got a bonus, huh?
0: They, well, they didn't quite work right anyway after the initial washing. So uh they, there was still some problems with them. So good riddance. I anyway, let's, let's move yours. back
1: to the task at hand. I was at T Mobile. Sure, and, just pass over the got, fact I, that you lost a pair of $70 earbuds. That's all right. Yeah. Well,
2: you know. uh, you can't was, pay
1: $30 to get your fucking tax, but you lose a $70 uh, pair of earbuds. No big deal. We're just going to let that no, go. I could pay. $30 thought, tax. That's a on, that's too far. Up, $70 earbuds. Eh, I thought. Come you, see, you come know, saw. I'll order another you pair. You can't relate to two,
0: two different things, two different scenarios. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> Going back to the subject at hand. So I got handed off by one guy to the other guy, kind of like a car salesman. Guy's assistant manager. And I had noticed his name tag says he's him or his.
1: What? He's got the pronouns on the name tag? That... He's got the
0: pronouns. So oh. me being middle-aged white well, guy. Well, it says T-Mobile everything's
1: pink and non-threatening. Does your T-Mobile have the that's... sticker on the door about hey, my own firearms? About
0: the gender. I, I ignore things like that um, because it's not a, a yet. Although Biden's come out today with his shit, but that's another podcast that people got paid
1: for. Um, yeah, that's the, the OG five podcast. That's where we really get shitty. about that's the OG5 politics.
0: Podcast. So anyway, I asked, as like, Hey, I noticed you got your gender gender uh, labeling on, on, on your name tag. He goes, yeah. I'm like, is that everybody? Cause no, it's a choice. Okay, cool. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this guy clearly falls. Now I'm judging, right? Mm-hmm. This guy probably falls into a certain category of snowflake. That's my judgment. And of course, I am trying to keep my mouth shut. Being you know, the I crusty old white guy. guy. And I said, you know what the problem is? You know what the problem is these days? She goes, what's that? Don't no, me. Steve. She's just shaking ask. her head, but she says, well, What's that? I said, we're running too much on soft emotions as a nation. And I just left it at that. I'll
1: take it one step further. We are are the proverbial we as a society. We are too caught up in putting our, and segregating ourselves in our own little groups.
0: Yeah. So, and that's, and that's going back. That's what drives me the most nuts is the fact that we want everybody to be equal. We want everybody to be even, so the best way to do that is you just identify this person as a human being. You're you're my fellow human being. Fucking great. We're all happy. I don't care, you know, what you do. It doesn't bother me. But no, the the the, the group of people who feel they need equal rights are the ones who's actually adding labels and
1: segregating people. And and themselves. I, you just hit the nail on the head segregating people. For those you're not paying attention, there are groups of uh, college, be careful that you know there's a girl thrown off at of Disney. Don't make that there's a, comparison. There's a group of African American college uh, clubs who are trying to mm-hmm. reinstate. They won't call it segregation, but they are demanding for black only classes, black only dormitories. They're taking the movement backwards. Could you imagine if Martin Luther King was alive today? Or the people who sat at the fucking Woolworth's counter. This is not counter. what I
0: meant. He'd be like, this is not what I meant. What are we doing? It's it's. I was just watching a TV right?
1: show and they had a, a, what was it, the Mississippi fire, the, the fucking bus. The, um, the protesters coming out of Mississippi, their bus was burnt because they were down there protesting th- this stuff. The, these poor black students who had their bus caught on fire by a bunch of racist fucking white assholes. Um, the people who were at the Woolworth, all the all the protesters who were sprayed down by fucking water cannons, all the horrible shit that happened in the fifties and sixties to get rid of all the Jim Crow bullshit laws, to get rid of segregation, to get rid of the dumbass white drinking fountains only crap, and now the people who are supposed to have the higher education in colleges are demanding for a resegregation of their fucking dormitories and classrooms. It's you insane. Mean- de
0: educated, predominantly wow. white people who's suffering from white guilt. No, they're not they the ones that calling
1: for it because that'd be they, racist. They, well,
0: here's the thing. So they want to, they, they think that because you're white, you, you're automatically got these thoughts. So just because you have these thoughts, because you have some things you got to sort out, you automatically glom on every people of a certain gender, age range, and ethnicity that they think it's same way. And it, it's not, it's, it's you. And, and it's just, uh, I'm sure we're going to be fact checked out the wazoo today, but
1: if Gina Carano you know, has that, a hair on her ass, <laughs> I don't know if that really applies to women. Probably does have at least one. If she has a hair on her ass, I would love to see her take on Lucasfilms and Disney. Cause here's why this should have been the TikTok lesson of the week. I learned this from TikTok. You know, California has a labor code. Gordon.
0: I'm Kansas sure they have more than states. one.
1: Uh, California well, Labor Code. Labor codes have Labor Codes. California Labor Code 1101. No employer shall make, adopt, or enforce any rule, regulation, and or policy that A, forbids or prevents employees from engaging or participating in politics or from becoming candidates in a public office, or B, uh, they are not... Uh, no employer shall make, adopt, or enforce a rule, regulatory, or policy that would be controlling or directing or tending to control or direct the political activities or, or affiliations of an employee. So Disney got fired. She got Let's fired. Add to that. Huh? What's that? Let's add to that.
0: She So she she's an actress. She's a member of SAG, right? She's a member of SAG. She is Screen a California resident. She's working so in California. So the union is there to protect her the union is there. They don't have to agree with her, but the union is there to protect her from these types of things. This is exactly what, one of the reasons there are unions is to stop this shit.
1: Now this is simply the codes of uh, find So don't give the back history, but I'm going to assume that this law was made shortly after the fifties when all the uh, communists were being prevented from having acting gigs. Um, and the tr- uh, trombone guy, whatever the hell his name was, the, the famous, uh, communist um screenwriter law basically in like the 50s shortly after the war all the communists were drummed out of out of hollywood uh, so i'm sure at some point that's when la or california made this law but if she had a hair on her ass her lawyer should just say okay well, we're gonna see the shit out of you guys for breaking california labor law 1101
0: Exactly, and I'm going to make a a, a blanket statement because I'm going I'm going to. Why don't you
1: make it a kind quilt? of flip it a little? Because quilts tend to have little holes. In them. Okay, well actually, it is a quilt, because it's oh, no, just a sorry, facet to everything, right? We'll make it an Afghan statement. Afghan? Yeah, because I yeah, got we'll holes. It in a, I mean, patch, toes
0: Patchwork to Afghan, Roseanne style Afghan. Okay, so. um The things that I hear coming out of the mouths of s- some of these celebrities and and, and unfortunately some of the uh, government officials in Congress, I would think, are you that so, un- so unaware and are you that maybe as much of a s- sociopath that none of this shit coming out of your mouth doesn't make you at least a little bit fucking uncomfortable? No. Because it makes no sense and, and the people that buy into it, it, it makes absolutely no sense logical sense to me, but what do I know? I'm just an electrician.
1: The irony with, I clearly don't get it. The irony with politicians on both sides is bought and paid for. Oh no. The irony is, is when it comes to their careers, they're all about the long game, but when it comes about policy, they don't give a shit. And so they know that they have to say the things that the younger demographic who are going to be around longer as their voting base, because old Mm. fucks like us are going to be dead in 40 years even though those politicians are going to be dead, but they're marching the party line. So they continuously change their thoughts, opinions, and beliefs based on the popular thoughts, opinions, and beliefs of the upcoming generation. And obviously this has occurred more in the last 40 years than prior because the politicians of yore, we're the same people who fought in the Revolutionary War and founded this country, people who fought in the Civil War, people who fought in World War One. people who fought in World War II, people who fought in Korea, and now we're stuck with the fucking hippies from the goddamn 60s destroying this country because they're the ones who want to kowtow down. All the people in the past who were veterans of fucking major wars— they weren't concerned with hurting people's feelings because they knew that what was at stake. But now all these—your pol- fucking Hillary Clintons, your Nancy Pelosi's. all these old bats—I got a mosquito flying around in here. The, the we all these policymakers. These are the fucking hippies from the sixty movement. That's the problem. Yeah, and then and then uh, talk real quick. I really quickly, gotta let bebop in. How,
0: how quickly what one would have to wonder is: Will this country be rolled over by a, a tougher foreign force in <laughs> ten years? 20 years you know uh i i hear um i hear people in the military talking with how much the military is softening up and how they have to change things on the induction and boot camp and and they can't like the army is no longer allowed to have the shark attacks that's insane and uh they've got to they do a different deal and it's just uh it makes me fear for us, and I know this. Somebody's probably going to try to tie all of our conversations with QAnon because that's what they do. They brand us. Here's what happened. So Trump was really good at branding people like Hillary Clinton. He was really good about branding things, and, and it's like the leftist and the liberal party said, hold my beer and, and just beat the Republicans at the, the game that's been played and created. By our former president.
1: Well, it's so funny how the cow tying is because we've all heard that Biden has overturned Trump's transgender in the military policy. You know what his policy was? Don't
0: the, ask,
1: don't tell. No, I want his policy. They're trying to say that Trump banned transgenders from serving in the military. No, that wasn't the, his policy. His policy was you had to be already had take you've already had to have had your transition before serving in the military because one, they didn't want the military to pay for your surgery. And two, much, much like due to the hormone changes, it affects, it has dramatic effect on people's psychology and they can't have you serving overseas, especially in the fucking middle East where that medicine's not readily available for you to maintain your hormone changes. And so his policy wasn't no trans and military. It was, you have to be either already post-op and have already transitioned and your, your hormones have already got to be regulated, or mm-hmm. you have to wait until you come back home before you have your surgery. You can't actually do the surgery while actively serving because of the downtime. You can't be, I actually heard a vet say, you can't even go to a combat area. If your teeth aren't fucking at a hundred percent, you can't go over. If you got a goddamn molar, you know, I need a root canal. You, you have to be a tip top medical shape. And so, I mean, there's been, exactly. and so they're trying and to make trying him to off as the bad physiology. guy. Yeah. They're trying to make him the bad guy. Like, oh, they're, oh, he didn't allow, no, he allowed trans in the military. You just had to be either pre-op or post-op. You already have to be there or worry about it when you get home. And, and so it's just. Yeah. You're not on a, on a shot of medicines <clears throat> and, you know,
0: cause that's how you get in. That would create a lot more uh, mass shooting
1: incidents at bases is something like that. Uh, we, I, I want to apologize. We dropped the ball here on the what's in your head podcast. We did a story about, um, Dustin diamond passing away. Otherwise known as screech. Yep. Dateline February 3rd, 2021 friends say saved by the bell actor. Dustin diamond died in Southwest Florida i.e. here. Actor Dustin Diamond, yes, 44, died in Southwest Florida on Monday. His friends confirmed uh, Wednesday to Wink News. Diamond is best known for his public role, Screech, in 1990's TV series uh, Saved by the Bell. Friend Dan Block told Wink News that former child star had been staying in Fort Myers area hospital before he was discharged and died at a friend's home in Southwest Florida. From what I understand, he was actually in Cape Coral where i live i just want to say thanks to all the medical staff that cared for dustin block said he must have pushed that call button thousands of times because he didn't like being alone um i'm sure you've heard some jokes blah 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 diamond's girlfriend among loved ones giving the actor's death block said, sh- but yeah he was here in southwest florida and it's not surprising i just dropped the ball um and really say it's not surprising. There's a lot of famous people who live down here because people don't think to look for them down here so they can live in peace. Uh, the lead singer used to, but his wife didn't like it. And so they left, but the drummer and the bass player for Godsmack live here. Bob Seger has mm-hmm. been in Naples for fucking ever. Judge Judy has a house. used to have a house in Naples. The father from uh, the Christmas story lived in Sanibel when he died. Um, the guy who sings Flea's Navadile used to live out in Lehigh. Why Lehigh? He's blind. He didn't know any better. But um, so there's all kinds of famous people who live down here. Um, so, but yeah, Dustin Diamond actually passed away here in Southwest Florida. So I just wanted to catch everybody up on that because we missed that one. Hmm. Do, 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 do. Funny if you were
0: driving, you have like a memory of driving around saying, "You know, I thought I saw my cousin. <laughs> so he looked a lot like my cousin. A Little sick." You look like.
1: Now you may know. Have you ever been in the uh, produce aisle when the sprinklers come on to water down the vegetables?
0: Oh yeah, actually, uh, Smith and I'm sure Kroger does the same thing. There's a whole
1: thunderstorm background that comes. That's the- my. That's what's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Is the thunderstorm sound effect necessary when watering the produce the rain. at Publix? The Sound of the rain. Is there going to oh, be confusion? Oh. Is someone think a pipe burst? It's not like when you walk down the cereal aisle, they have ambient sounds like fucking Universal Studios. You have crack, snack, bone, pop talking in the background. It's not like when you... Imagine the artist, how much the
0: artist probably got paid for that because multiple companies use it. I know, but why is it only the produce aisle? There's no sound effects in the other aisle. Hey, Jimmy, Steve, what's your claim to fame? Hey, you've ever been in the produce aisle? Mm-hmm. And the and, and the, 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 the misters come on? Mm-hmm. And you hear that thunder and that... that oh, yeah, it sounds and great. And That's
1: so realistic. That's I just wonder where they really got somebody. that. What? I made it. Oh, how? Yeah. Did you camp out in the jungle for three days
0: straight? How, how does that happen? I was at my Aunt Linda's house, and uh, we were about a keg deep, and, and it started raining, and I just decided to hit record.
1: Now, for those of you working at Publix, Albertsons, wherever, do you guys have a separate sound system for said thunderstorm, or do you guys use the speakers above the produce aisle for the the same? uh, The answer is yes, as a guy who's bid these projects. Why? What is the purpose? Once again, it's not like there's ambiance throughout the building, like when you go to the meats, you know, you don't don't hear the the romantic sounds of the slaughterhouse (laughs) in the fucking butcher. I I
0: believe at least the ones I've seen it, the, the sound comes from
1: actually right above the, uh, but the why it's so dumb. Who are Oh, I like that. I want to go. Oh shit. It's almost the top of the hour. Let's head over to produce section. Wait for that thunderclap to kick off.
0: Oh, uh, well, you know, if you live in the desert, you kind of miss a good storm. So, yeah. You
1: know, so that's where you get your reminiscence of childhood. You, you go down you to Ralph's to, and hang out in the produce section. Wait for that it, timer to kick on.
0: Yeah, believe it or not, you can get tired of blue skies.
1: Oh, I, I guess, but I just – it just, it does make sense to me.
0: Okay, it's okay. To be fair, out here it's a little brownish, but still, at times. Not all the time, but we do have a lot of dust. And that's actually kind of cool when the dust uh, kicks up from the winds, from the dry lake beds. It's almost like a mini haboob. Yes, I said haboob. That's the uh, famous dust storms that that go into Phoenix and uh, Tempe. But – um. We actually had one last year that was so bad it, it showed up on weather
1: radar like a, a heavy rainstorm. Well, before we get to the news, let's do our Big Tuck update. We've been keeping tabs on what has been canceled by Big Tech. Pretty soon, we getting blocked for uh, utilizing Big Truck. Is our intro to Big Tech by Cold Chamber? Big Tech. First and foremost, Google is at it again. Google has decided it's up to them to rid the world of offensive ideology.
3: So naturally, the Democratic Party is constructing a world designed to serve Jeff Bezos. You're an afterthought in that world. If you get in the way, they will punish you. They already are punishing you. Your right to say and think what you want, to read and watch what you want, threatens them above all. Why? BECAUSE IF YOU HAVE ACCESS TO INFORMATION, YOU CAN FORM YOUR OWN JUDGMENTS <gasps> judgments THAT ARE INDEPENDENT OF THEIRS. A FREE INTERNET IS THEIR ENEMY. YESTERDAY, FOR EXAMPLE, GOOGLE PULLED A PRO-LIFE NEWS SITE OFF OF YOUTUBE. WHY THEY DO THAT? SIMPLE. GOOGLE SUPPORTS ABORTION. A LOT OF BIG CORPORATIONS DO. CHILDREN DISTRACT THE LABOR FORCE. IF YOU'RE RAISING YOUR FAMILY, YOU ARE NOT SERVING SHAREHOLDERS. GOOGLE DOESN'T WANT TO DEBATE ON this SUBJECT, SO THEY JUST SHUT THE DEBATE DOWN. Hundreds of thousands of subscribers to LifeSite News will no longer be watching videos that question abortion because they're not allowed to. Then today, Twitter shut down James O'Keefe's Project Veritas Twitter feed. There was no justifiable reason to do this, but no one in the media asked questions about it or appeared to consider it a problem. Quote Project Veritas has been known, Politico announced gravely, to spread misinformation. Now, the person who wrote that sentence, a child reporter called Anna, whose Twitter handle brags she went to Cornell, didn't even bother to explain what that so-called misinformation was. But you know what it was. Project Veritas had criticized the people in charge. That's enough now.
1: Now, full disclosure, I have no experience, I've never viewed either two of those media platforms, but it just goes to show that uh, Google and uh, other big tech platforms are just erasing anything that's-
0: What's back?
1: Parlor's back.
0: Parlor's back and he even changed the logo. Wow, I wonder uh I th- bet it's a shit show of far right <sighs> crazy ideas. Even though it's supposed to be about free speech, unfortunately that's the only place people can go. Oh
1: great. Now I gotta sign back in. But then we discover that I have a non-existing email address? <laughs> yeah, it's a got mail. Donovan four ten at got mail. Uh
0: but, but yes,
1: it's back on an
0: independent technology, is uh what the news said today. I think I was watching Newsmax. Um I've actually watched Newsmax once or twice because they're talking about how Cuomo's just getting run through the ringer right now. But I can't them and Fox are talking about, but you can't find anything on the legacy media.
1: Yeah, basically, um, one of his staffers came out and said that they actively hid the fact that he sent like over six thousand COVID positive elders back to the nursing homes. That's what caused them all to have the high death rates.
0: It sounds like he and this is I don't know. I got to I got to vet it out. He basically is like, who cares about these deaths?
1: Yeah, whereas here in Florida, we try to put them into the priority scale, which Florida, you know, we're getting on everybody's bad. We're oh, getting yeah. on everybody's radar.
3: Florida did not go into a total lockdown. Many businesses and beaches stayed open. So what was the result of this? Well, according to our public policy expert, Anthony Fauci, Florida should be leading the country in coronavirus deaths, but that's not true. It's not even close. Florida has performed far better than states that shut down completely and forced people to isolate, states like New York and New Jersey. Last summer, at the height of the pandemic, New York and New Jersey had five times the number of coronavirus deaths on a per capita basis, and far more people live in Florida than in New York or New Jersey. New York still has more corona cases per day than Florida does. The key point is that Florida proves that people don't need to give up their rights as Americans Mm -hmm just because some career politician wants more power. Now, at MSNBC, which exists to protect career politicians, there's only one solution to this problem. Florida's leadership needs to be punished immediately. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis cares more about keeping the state open for business than about keeping people alive.
0: How how do you roll out a national
3: plan when you have to go through governors like him? Is there a way that the administration can get around people like Ron DeSantis?
1: No, it's called federalism. Really quickly, though,
3: what do you do with dumb governors? I'm sorry to put it this way, but you have governors like Ron DeSantis who don't care about COVID. What do you do with Rick We're getting our vaccines governors? out. Republican governors so eager to claw their way to the top of the Trumpian food chain, they've happily picked up his war against science and his lack of respect or reverence for life itself.
1: <sighs> it's so insane. And now they're entertaining the idea of a travel ban against Florida.
0: And what's inter- interesting, and I can't believe they, uh, Meredith Media played it, that's our local NBC channel, is the full measure. Uh, there are 30 studies, again, out there, legitimate studies. They compare places like Sweden and other places that didn't lock down to places like California and said there is no difference across the board on on any cases and deaths. That, or if, or if there is a difference, it's very slim. So why are we... This is part of that global reset that people say is a conspiracy. But clearly, if you listen, why would he prioritize business over people's lives, which is proving that it's not the case? Why? Because they want the reset. They want the government to take care of everybody and usher in a whole horrible idea of how to live.
1: Yep. Which, ironic with the World Reset, as World Health Organization said, hey, we do not condone the closing of schools. It's unnecessary. But, you know, wow, we can't listen to that. Gordon, you ready to do the news?
0: Yes. Uh... Before we do
1: the news, this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast is brought to you by our friends at Act Computers. At Computers has been providing IT solutions for all Southwest Florida since 2004 and will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. Whether you need uh, network expansion, computer repair, uh, laptop repair, antivirus protection, two-form authentication, they can help you. That's right. Even if you don't live in Southwest Florida, give them a call at 239 283 They can log in your computer remotely and help all your issues as long as you have internet connection. That's right. You have to have internet connection in order for them to log in your computer over the internet. But if you here, live here locally, they can help you with computer repair, laptop repair, data recovery, two-form authentication, as we said before. Give them a call at 239-283-1120. It's at computers.act-capecoral.com, and while you're on the internet, please head over to d410.com and log in to our website and sign up for Patreon, as well as follow all of our social media links. And we don't say this enough: if you guys really want to help us out, <coughs> even non-monetarily, um, share us with your friends. Or, moreover, um, for those who download directly off our website, pull out your smartphone, your apps, what your your tablets. And simply subscribe to us on a service, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, whatever. One, it's easier to listen to in your car. You don't have to dig through your phone to find the file. You download it directly from our website. And two... The more you listen to us through those apps, the more likely those apps are going to recommend us to people who listen to other podcasts that you may also listen to those on those apps. So if you listen to us and listen like Gardening with Sally on Sunday, the next time someone downloads Gardening with Sally on Sunday, they might say, hey, other people also listen to this podcast. And so it's a way to get some, you know, our name out there into the ethos, if you will, in the podcasting world. And, um, if you're on iTunes, I Heart radio, I'm sorry, iTunes, please, uh, give us a five star review and a nice little how to do thank you review. And, um, that is all of that.
0: Joining us now from the digital 410 West news desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. I'm doing fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Gordon, um, how are you doing tonight?
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, um, a gentleman named Barry Clifford and a group of archaeologists were, well, they're probing the briny depths off the coast of Massachusetts recently, where they have discovered remains of at least six pirate, yes, I did say pirate,
1: shipwrecks. Chester Copperpot?
0: Not figuring out who they are yet, except for maybe one captain but it, it's what's interesting and in, to me is the name of this museum is the WIDA that's W-H-Y-D-H-A not, not what the but WIDA pirate museum hmm. which was named after a ship that was stolen by pirates 200 years ago and and sunk so they, they're they checking into the DNA records they have already discovered the DNA from the captain of the WIDA named Samuel Black Sam Bellamy Through relatives in England So what's kind of interesting is With DNA technology getting to be Where it's at these days you know, Maybe we need to do that Took a DNA test uh,
1: I'm 100% that pirate
0: That's it We always heard we're related to Jesse James Maybe we can uh, put the proof to the paper On that one But speaking of pirate type moves Coming out of Orange City, Florida You may have heard of it Mm -hmm. Familiar a brilliant man. He must be the most stand-up man in the world. He has got to make the woman that he is proposing to. Honey, you're my number one gal. With rings stolen from another girlfriend.
1: What's A wrong with that? Proud woman. It's called upcycling. Valusa County Sheriff's. She didn't want him. them. Yeah, I gave them to her, and she done fell on my brother's dick. What do you want me to do about it? How's that my fault?
0: So this Florida man, he had uh, allegedly stole engagement ring and wedding bands from a girlfriend and used them to propose to another girlfriend. Uh, this is according to the Volusa uh, County Sheriff's on Thursday, and he had uh, issued an arrest. Don't form. worry, honey.
1: We'll get them resized.
0: And this guy does sound like eh, his name is Joseph Davis. Forty eight. Hmm, Almost my age who has not been found as of Friday. He must have with a car and got out of Dodge. Mm -hmm. But uh, their investigation started earlier this year when a woman from Orange City, Florida, told detectives she had discovered her boyfriend was actually engaged to someone else.
1: That that bastard son of a
0: bitch. I'm going to cut his uh, penis off. (laughs) When she looked up the fiance's uh, Facebook page, she noticed a photo of her wearing a wedding band and an engagement ring that was identical
1: how from God a second, marriage. mama, where's my jeweler's loop? That won't work, sweetheart. You're just gonna get pixelations from the screen. Who the fuck made you, Mr. Wizard? <laughs> well, some bitch. I can't see none. I just see a bunch of squares. Oh although with high with high def these
0: days, it's gonna be easier to find these things out. Yeah. So basically this uh, lady went to check her jewelry
1: box, she found her rings were missing.
0: And jewelry were box several...
1: or coffee can. Let's uh, be honest. Well, I'm I'm going coffee can. Uh, I what apologize. If it's a cigar
0: box, a
1: cigar box, or if she's classy, damn it, a zigzag box. No, I was going to say, what's his? I can't remember the stupid breath mints that are in his little metal tins.
0: Oh, Altoid, 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 Altoid
1: tin, perfect. So uh, nice, small, compact, and keeps your jewelry smelling fresh. The total value of the
0: stolen property is estimated at $6,000. Six, uh, it's probably actually $300, but it's estimated at 6270 bucks, according to the sheriff's office. Um, Orange City is located halfway between the city of Orlando and mm-hmm. Daytona Beach. They yep. reached out to the fiance who returned some of the items. <laughs> know, I'm keeping, this wrong, I'm keeping and, the cock uh, ring. I don't care what you it. say. They both called it off with Davis, so the, the one girlfriend who had her shit absconded and the uh, the one who received the freshly uh, lifted goods in the form of a proposal had said, you're out of here, sucker.
1: You can keep the engagement ring with the cock ring and anal plug. Those are mine. Paid good money for them.
0: Nashville, Tennessee. On
1: Amazon Prime, free delivery. You're,
0: you're a lover of dogs. Mm-hmm. We've heard these kind of stories in the past. Didn't put much thought if they're true or much or not. Tennessee man decides to leave a wolf not one, not two, not three, but five million to a
1: pet border collie. Damn kids. They would've mind their Ps and Q's, they would have got some of that money. You gotta be a shit dick asshole of a kid. If your dad leaves five millions to a border collie and not you.
0: Well, let's see what, uh, how this develops. It won't be a dog's life. Cause you know, the AP has got to make a joke for a Tennessee canine whose owners recently died. Lulu, the eight year old border collie will be living the good life in Nashville after inheriting $5 million in her owner's will. Martha Burton, Lulu's caretaker so the dog it's Lulu, always women. a
1: caretaker it's always women when's the last time a dude has left all his money to his dog?
0: well no no you, you're only half listening because you're rescuing your pup Martha Lou, Martha Burton who was Lulu's caretaker Lulu is the dog told the station Lulu's owner one Bill Doris was successfully a successful businessman who wasn't married. And died
1: last Confirmed bachelor. Last As I was saying, it yes, was always confirm- women leaving their
0: money to Oh, you're to saying their confirmed dogs. bachelors are women, huh? No. Uh, now you're confirmed bachelor by is, all the confirmed bachelors in confirmed the world. Confirmed
1: bachelor is 1950 code for celebrities who are gay but not openly.
0: Or, or businessman, yes. This will state that the money should be put into a trust for Lulu's care. It allows for Burton to be reimbursed. For uh, for reasonable monthly expenses, so basically, monthly the expenses. Dog caretaker has won the effing lottery. Monthly,
1: God, could you imagine? She's gonna wrap that dog in bubble wrap because once that thing fucking dies, her gravy train has lost its biscuit wheels. That dog, <laughs> oh, yes. that dog farts twice in one hour. She's making a goddamn vet visit. Speaking She's got to keep which, that thing ever, alive uh, as long as long as she can.
0: A little non sequitur here, since she said dog farts. Have you ever farted next to your dog and
1: they smell their own ass? No, I mean I fart next to my dog, but she knows where she knows where the gravy's coming from.
0: Well, evidently, evidently uh, he hasn't learned that yet, and I've done it to him twice, and he'll go and smell his own butt. Like, wait a second, I don't remember doing this.
1: Poor Bailey is so self conscious about her gas that if you say "pew," she'll go up and leave.
0: Oh, that's right, she's a little bit of a gas bag. Mm-hmm. Well, she's so, awesome yeah, you know, basically, according to Burton, he really loved the dog. Was Apparently, and took care of the dog, so she was friends with Dorothy. Hey, there's a little something, something going on there, and uh, took care of the dog when he traveled. She said that uh, doesn't know if she could ever spend five this five million on Lulu. Well, I think I'd like to try. <laughs> We're going on you Lulu. You and
1: I are going to travel the world.
2: Mm-hmm. So um,
1: you like pigs, Lulu? Because there's a beach, there's an island, and I think the Bahamas that's inhabited by nothing but pigs.
0: Well, speaking of my last story. Uh, Holy cow, I've got a bunch of animal stories, believe it or not, because you know, everything else is on fire. So, the next one, uh, two more stories. This one's going to Edrine Turkey, or as his Greeks used to say, because there was a war. Um, Turkish man. Well, he built up a 37 year friendship with what would you think? What could you be friends with for 37 years?
1: A turtle. A swan. Oh, um, bird. Makes sense. <laughs> the avian variety.
0: So this unusual friendship between the Turkish man and a swan he'd rescued has endured for decades. He's a retired postman, uh, Mizan, uh, Repsit Mizran from Garip, uh, and a female swan 37 years ago uh, in Turkish Western Providence. So Mizran and a group of friends were taking a shortcut to their car when they noticed a swan with a broken wing and an empty field. Uh, our hero immediately took the swan into to protect her from predators, keep, kept her in a car until the that afternoon when she was able to – or when he was able to take the swan to his home. Since then, the swan had lived on the man's farm uh, in an area bordering Greece, Turkey. Uh, and and uh, she was uh, – whenever she's out of her pen, they hung out. He went everywhere. She went everywhere with him. So that's kind of cool. Uh, this guy had a swan. I mean, I'm sure he was the talk of the town, mm-hmm. the county, or, or whatever they're called. But, uh, hamlet. Hamlet. You know so the
1: difference between a village and a hamlet? One less house? No, hamlets don't have a church. Ah, there we go.
0: And the last story is an unusual cat was captured by the Animal Protection Services in North Las Vegas, Nevada. Hmm, what kind of unusual cat can get out of their house that may scare the shit out of people? A
1: Savannah? A Bangle? Or a Serval. A Serval cat, there you go. According to How the... do you let your $10,000 cat get out of your fucking house? Your
0: $10,000 wildcat, that's probably the best home theft deterrent yeah, system right? you can ever get. Um, North Las Vegas, according to North Las Vegas Police Department, a Serval was located Tuesday morning near Ann Road and Clayton Street. By the animal protection services however several several, not serval several people pointed out in in response to a facebook post that this may actually be a savannah cat which appears to have been reported missing in the neighborhood a serval is a native of the african grasslands and is typically found in the south uh, south of sahara desert some people do keep servals as pets i.e. we have a family member Mm -hmm. but they are limited in numbers and most servals can be found at the zoo a savannah is a cross between a domestic siamese cat and a serval according to this article Uh, savannahs became popular breeder in the late 1990s a savannah is often described as a medium breed with a spotted coat hooded eyes huge sonar-like ears and long ass legs yep and uh, they're usually brown and silver Mm -hmm. black and smoke and they usually weigh between 12 and 25 pounds we've seen a serval and those fuckers will stand six feet tall i think yep uh, on their hind legs so it is legal to own both servals and savannas in the state of nevada however not legal in a lot of other states and uh yeah that's it so somebody saw a scary looking cat out there and probably at first thought it was a um a cougar Hmm. this
1: concludes the evening news and now back to the act computer studio in cape coral florida thank you so much gordon and that is going to wrap up this episode of the what's in your head podcast thank you guys so much for hanging with this for another night and as i said earlier just uh if you could start downloading us on the um podcast apps that would be great gordon you have anything else to say before we uh, wrap this show up
0: yeah i am going to throw out a political thing call your a local congressman and tell them do not vote on hr 127 it'll strip you of everything you hold dear
1: yeah but sadly i don't Unless think goes, i don't think those fucks are going to really care too much what you say or what you want but yeah, uh you yeah. still got to call me anyhow um you know the last couple of episodes i actually went out on a uh ryan uh choraveo song uh called legends ain't no way i played 28 seconds of it got copyright infringements twice on our youtube channel so i had to get rid of that but anyhow thank you guys so much for uh, joining us for another episode and remember challenge yourself every day if you don't get out of your comfort zone you'll never get out of bed so go out and uh, make a world a better place and uh, challenge yourself thank you guys so much and we will talk to you all next week
2: this has been a digital 410 production <laughs>